This episode is brought to you by Summer School Electronics. With pedals like the Snow Day Delay, the Pep Rally Fuzz, the Trash Panda, and my personal favorite, the Science Fair, which is two classic dirt pedals in one with a mid-boosted overdrive on one side, a black lab rat circuit on the other, and a blend knob to blend between them to find the perfect classic stacked dirt sound you're looking for, it's hard not to find something you'll love. Mark builds all of his pedals by hand in Syracuse, New York, where he also works as a full-time educator. In addition to the super fun graphics on their pedals, Mark also offers custom artwork. Want your dog's face on a pedal? He can do it. Want your face on a pedal? He can make that happen too. Go over to summerschoolelectronics.com and make sure to tell them that 40 Watt Podcast sent you. Hello, 40 Waters. How are y'all today? So, um, got a fun episode today. It's going to be a little different than maybe what you're used to. Uh, instead of an interview, we're going to do a hot takes uh, episode. We're going to talk about some of the stuff that just came out today. We're just going to talk about some things in general going on around the gear industry. I've got some opinions that I really want to talk about. And so uh, I decided to get the other most opinionated person I know on the podcast <laughs> And uh, we have no one to rein us in. It's going to be beautiful. No Scott. No Scott (laughs) to keep me in line. Exactly. No, we get we get to like really just let it go. And we're going to we're going to really talk about some things. We might get salty. I might get a little salty. I sometimes do it. But um, we're first like we're like that. The guy that like rubbed like dropped the salt like that's us. We're like. We're going to get salty no matter what. Like, exactly. And, and <laughs> it, it, Oh, it's going to be good. So first and foremost, though, uh, listeners, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, watchers, I want to thank you for watching. Please do me a favor. The free way that you can support this podcast is to go. Uh, if you are listening to the podcast version, the audio only, please rate and review the podcast. Share it with a friend. That really does matter. It tells the algorithm that, hey, you like this other people who like the things that you like might also like this and it helps find new listeners if you are a youtube viewer bless you thank you um uh do me a favor drop a thumbs up drop a comment subscribe do all those things um it helps the algorithm tell find other listeners and viewers and i really 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 appreciate the support for those of you that uh, are really enjoying the podcast and want to support it in some way that's a little more substantial, that really, really helps me out um, with things like the software I use to record this video and audio. We were just talking about those costs. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that, it gets expensive. Like People think like, oh, no, no, no. Well, the, the, the thing is, if you want to do a decent podcast, right. I feel like a lot of us in our circle are very committed to having <laughs> good sounding podcasts. Like that's where you have to spend money. Anyone could go and just like record through audacity and put it up on <laughs> bean sprout. Yeah, exactly. But, like, but yeah, it's, it's whenever we try to do good quality that we actually have to spend money. Yeah. Like hidden fees, the intro music that it, I'm on episode like 40 of, and I'm getting a little tired of it myself, but that's okay. Um, that's licensed. I pay for that music. Um, the, the hosting software, I have to pay for this monthly, 
Uh, the video editing, <laughs> which I feel really bad even saying for those of you that have seen some of my terrible video editing skills, the software I use for that cost me a monthly subscription. So if I you just want use Microsoft Paint, <laughs> it's, 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 it's look if, free. If Microsoft Paint did video, <laughs> if Microsoft ninety uh, Paint did video, I would use it. Do I, you remember Windows Movie Maker? I, I'm trying <laughs> I to forget that. it. I use that in all of my like. Anytime I had to do a project in school, like Spanish class, I made a movie because <laughs> it gave us an excuse <laughs> to get out of class. So like, no, no, we're gonna record this scene. And oh my god! It was always it was so much fun. I did a movie about Senor Taco. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> and there was a there was a shootout. I added sound effects and everything. Oh it my gosh! The, I got an A. Well, yeah. Fun. <laughs> That's a lot more work than most students put into any project. <laughs> It was. It got me out of class, and I just hung out in the library all day. Like, oh my god! It was gosh. fantastic. Well, so if you want to help support all the things that Sorry, are happening, random random Diaz <laughs> like flashback from middle school. I feel like this whole podcast is going to be a bunch of those things. But um, I wish I wish we had the the editing software where we could do the bubbles and do reenactments and everything. That's the type of money we need, people, for yes. this podcast. I want reenactments. <laughs> So go over to patreon.com slash 40 watt podcast. And uh, for as little as $3 a month, you can support this show and help make it happen for $5 a month. You'll get an extra episode every week. Uh, and who knows what that extra episode will be in any given week. It sometimes surprises me. Um, One week is just going to be me with random <laughs> thoughts. Just, just, <laughs> just like random incoherent thoughts for 30 minutes. <laughs> like reading, I will, I will, <laughs> reading your dream journal for 25 minutes. <laughs> And the submarine wouldn't sink because it was made out of styrofoam. <laughs> That's a Stephen Wright joke, by the way. If you ever have a chance, check out Stephen Wright trying to rent his own dreams. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. So, yeah, you can donate as much as you want to monthly. It's a great way to give back to the podcast. And who knows, if we get enough subscribers or enough Patreon supporters, maybe we can just start animating this for the YouTube uh, channel. It, it'll just be it'll be all the same audio content, we'll, but we'll animate all the stories we're telling. It'll be great. I know I can't actually do that. So, again, that thank you all. If you did that. What was that? That'd be impressive. If that, you did that. Right? If you, if, you pull, if you pulled that off. Like you would have to pull in some YouTube numbers, right? That's 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 reaching podcast like legendary status right there. At that's that some, point, that's something something Ryan would have done. If he like, <laughs> I mean, and he is the artist. He's the guy who would right. be able to do that. No problem. He you would should, be the guy. Actually, shoot him a text. <laughs> I think uh, if I were able to pull that off without Ryan, it would make editing Ryan jealous. So, um, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so Diaz, y'all put out a podcast this morning as we're recording. This is going to go yes. out tomorrow morning. And uh, y'all had a fun time, but you mentioned something. I'm going to, I don't normally do a what's new because I don't do a podcast that's just gear and same guests over and over and over that's, again. That's us over on the Effects Loop podcast, yes. which you can find on all of your podcast catching software app things. I you don't sure know can. What you kids call it. The Effects Loop.com. Yeah, yeah. No, Is that right? Did I get that, that right? The yeah, the effectsloop.com has all of our, uh, our our link tree stuff and all that fun yeah. jazz that Chris and Scott take care of for me. You see, people, we are professionals. That, so. We have websites. That's right. We, we don't have the effectsloop.wordpress.com. You have the effectsloop.com. I have 40wattpodcast.com. That doesn't come free. 
<laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, we we tried to use Angel Fire and it just wasn't pulling <laughs> in the the clicks like we were hoping for. <laughs> Check out our MySpace. Hey, can, if, hey so my GeoCities website is fantastic. Oh <laughs> I, my gosh, I got right, frames and MIDI music and everything. The 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 hit counter at the bottom <laughs> with a little dancing you, pug I, above it. You always had to have the hit counter because yep. you wanted to like when you hit a hundred people hitting your website, <laughs> and then you realize at that point in your life it's nothing but pedophiles, <laughs> and you feel embarrassed. But you know, here we are. Oh, off the rails <laughs> AOL already. Chat rooms. AOL chat rooms was a horrible idea. Oh my gosh! All it was was, all it was, was a cesspool of creeps. It, it was the worst of society. AOL deserves everything that's happened to it because of that. <laughs> Absolutely everything. And they invited Time it. Warner. They sent those. They sent those discs to every ha- mailbox in America. What Free did they 1, think was going to happen? <laughs> You, the best was you kept making new accounts to yes. get the free hours. <laughs> that was like no one understood that. Legitimately, what did they think was going to happen? <laughs> the worst part about AOL was though you couldn't play any games with it because you couldn't access the internet. Right. Like I used to love Delta Force Two. Um, the only games you could play were like RuneScape or anything that was in a browser, but anything that was like a standalone software, Didn't you couldn't work. do it. So you had to subscribe to like MSN or something like that. Yeah, and. And then, you know, this is how AOL invi- invented the dark web. Uh, no. That's- oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, we're not going that. We're not going there. So I've never been there. You've just done a podcast where you're asked this. Yes. Do you have anything new, Diaz, in the last wait, wait. 24 hours? <laughs> wait, did, did anything new happen in the gear world? Is well, no. You, I'm going to cover new huh. gear because I have something I want to talk about, but I need to be polite and ask you as well. Oh, I got in the last 24 hours. Or, got, you know, uh, since you were did your podcast. <laughs> Uh, no, because I talked about the Switch. I got a SD card for my Switch so I could download the game. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, yeah. That's a, you so know. New. Oh yeah, you do have a new thing. Yeah. I, we actually talked about this. And yeah. I'm like now, I'm surprised with the listeners right now. Uh, me too. Um, the uh, po- uh, Switch topic though. I tried to buy a yeah. Switch last year, and yeah. yeah, we all know how that went. I still <laughs> don't have a Switch. It's the only thing that I can ever find in stock. And it's actually like at first I was kind of nervous that it was just going to be nothing but like um, very Nintendo style games. Little kids games. There's a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. But there's I mean, I've been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater (laughs) one and two like a madman. Uh, That's been the game I've been on. But it's it's a lot of fun. So uh, my my kids uh, don't live with me, but they uh, play Minecraft so I can play Minecraft with them. That's really. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm still going to end up getting one. I just it gives me like nostalgia for a psp and like because right. that was a solid unit um but no i got something actually today it arrived today um a friend of the podcast and patron patreon supporter um, wait wait he supports you too yeah oh, i'm gonna text him real quick <laughs> you cheating fool <laughs> yes he is thought i wouldn't find out all right hold on i'm, I'm actually texting i've, our, I've only called him out on the podcast <laughs> so oh uh ben Get me! Oh, I'm going to do this wrong again. Far, fair. Which one is it? Uh, fair, fair. Okay, I believe Ben Fair over at Electromotive Sound Company, um, Patreon supporter of the show, sells some pretty awesome pedals. I've talked about his phaser pedal on the show. I'm actually opening opening this as we go. Um, just let everybody know it's like literally in the box that just came out of the shipping box because I don't want to show you all my address. Um, 
Ben makes. You don't want to show me your address. Let's just make, <laughs> let's just make that clear. Like I think you trust everyone but me. <laughs> no, I, I don't trust the webs. Didn't we just talk about how much I don't trust the interwebs? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because it's a cesspool. So Ben yeah. makes uh, a drive that I think he's discontinuing. Um. So he's not going to make any more of these. Uh, so I had to get one because he only had like four left. Um, it is his Klon style circuit. Right. And I think I have one of those. Actually, I have two of those. He had a three knob version that I have. Oh, and I have a four knob as well. So I think, and y'all talked about this. I think the three knob version, the difference between the three and the four is the, so in the original Klon and in most of the good clones thereof, they use a double pot on the volume. So it does a thing where it brings in the clean or it's like it does this weird sure. relationship. Ian spoke about it extensively <laughs> and I kind of got distracted halfway through. It's okay. You, Ian you, spoke about a lot of things extensively. Um, yeah. One of the few guests there's, there's only been, I think two other guests I could think of off the top of my head that like, I felt like I couldn't get a word in edgewise and it's, it's very hard to keep me quiet. <laughs> I can think of, honestly, I can think of one other one specifically. <coughs> I'm right here. I'm seriously. I'm no, right here. <laughs> no, you already. All right, two others then. Two others. Here's another person I'm, not, I'm thinking of. But no, I, I'm um, not going to say. You have to listen to our whole catalog. The, yeah, listen to every the, episode. If you listen to every episode and find the person I'm talking about and send me that episode, I'll send you $50. <laughs> Challenge I'll, I'll issued. Hard, I will hardcore fifty dollars like to you if you can find out what exact episode I'm referencing. That would be very impressive because y'all's catalog goes back quite a ways now. Uh, we're at like hundred and seventy episodes. Yeah, good luck, guys. Like um, yeah. If if you do find if you do find that episode and um, uh, win the fifty dollars that Diaz has now issued, make sure you click that uh, subscribe on Patreon and throw some of that money back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. There you go. So the four knob version has uh, gain output and treble as a most clone circuits do, but it adds a clean blend in there. Right. It's also got socketed diodes, so you can change things out as you want. So that's so Ben absolutely hates the fact that I love my three knob over my four knob because because <laughs> the four knob is supposed to be an improvement, and he realized what it was was the diode in it, and he's even like sent me the diode to change it, and I'm just like, nah, there's something honestly. You get that pedal. Um, I had a Prince of Tone that I still could never recreate. You get that random pedal out of a line, and you're like, there's something about this specific one yeah. that just grooves with your ears, and I don't know what it is. I had I had My Prince of Tone was amazing. I put everything at about almost 2 o'clock, <clears throat> every control at 2 o'clock, and I had it on the distortion setting, and it was the smoothest, like, butter sound ever. Ugh. Well, I miss that Ben I did send me additional uh, uh, diodes and things to try in there, uh, uh, you know, to put it to different specs. I had him set it to traditional Klon spec um, because I wanted to start from that sound because I know the Klon sound well, and then I want to experiment from there. Um, but, you know, Bill Finnegan, Kesher you're listening, I have some of these if you want to keep using them in the KTR. <laughs> I'm just oh saying <laughs> you don't, you don't have so, to. <laughs> so on the episode we released today, my, I predicted that bill wouldn't do the live stream forever. <laughs> he would just put it off. 
and I, my, my predictions were wrong. So Bill from Quan LLC decided to announce that he is running out of specific parts for the KTR and is going to change them, which on that pedal, it literally says like, he's not responsible for the hype. So now he's creating hype for the <laughs> pedal that says that he's not responsible for the hype. Uh, this time you are. Hype. This this like, time you are. Please, can on- you change the next on the next ones? We know it's V two because it says. Okay, I made the hype. <laughs> like it's just an admission on this one. He's like, no, no, no. It, ju- it just, just says my off. bad. <laughs> That's <Right. all>. Oopsies. <laughs> Whoopsie Oops, doo. Oopsies. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah. Uh, Bill is having to change some things because the magical new old stock Russian germaniums that he was diodes that he was using before he's run out apparently. So I don't, I feel like at some point, like you should have seen this coming. (laughs) Like, I I get it, but like sometimes the way pedal builders announce things, they're kind of like, (laughs) We didn't see it coming. I mean, right. we thought that there'd be an infinite amount. I was like, okay, at least like, so th- that's the one thing I re- highly respect about uh, Mike at Analog Man is he is like legit straight up honest. He's like, there are four of these diodes left in existence. I'm going <laughs> to sell these four. Don't ask for them anymore. Right. I'm not updating the website. It's 1999 still. <laughs> yeah. And with and Mike, like, it's like, and, we and all just say, okay. <laughs> I love Mike's list of, of transistors that are available for his Sunface or his other fuzzes, but specifically the Sunface, like, has this huge list. Like, he's like, this mm-hmm. one is sort of like this, and it makes it sound like this. This is sort of... Right. Granted, if most average guitar players, I'm lumping putting myself in here, listened to all of those fuzzes back to back... What are the chances any of us are really going to hear the differences besides Mike? I even with Mike, I would. You know what? I would love <laughs> to see Mike do a blind shootout to see if he could tell. Yeah, and the, it's not not questioning Mike's ability because Mike has demonstrated time and time again that he has an amazing ear. Right, uh, he's up there on on pedal builders like like Brian Wampler is known for having just a certain ear where he can pinpoint a sound and make it happen. Um, I think that. It would just be cool, honestly. If they, if we, I think what we should do is one year at uh, Summer Nam, uh, we <laughs> could, um, we could do a blind shootout with like pedals, same pedal, different diodes, to see how many of them could actually guess which one is which and get it correct. Yeah, I think that'd be really interesting because it's like I don't doubt the differences that Mike explains in his website, right? Right. It, right, no. those differences are there. What I question is whether any one pedal in isolation really sounds all that different than the next one, or if it he has just attuned himself so much that he, he hears these yeah. tiny differences. But he's not going to listen to my NKT red dot and right. like, and then hear I don't know the RCA Bart and immediately know which one is which out of the other right. million germanium transistors he's used. I feel like the only person who I would ever trust to do that is uh, Eric Johnson. We'll be right back. This podcast is supported in part by String Joy Strings. I'm a snob, at least that's what people tell me. I'm never okay with good enough, and that's where String Joy Strings come in. They're better than good enough. They're the best. 
Stranger are making some of the finest strings available today right up the road from me in Nashville, Tennessee. They offer custom sets, balanced tension, coded strings, the works. If you need it, they can probably make it happen. You should be using Stringjoy Strings, and if you're going to order from them, you really could help this podcast out by clicking the affiliate link down in the description or show notes below. You get amazing strings, I get a little bit of that back to help the show keep going. It's a win-win situation. Get your Stringjoy Strings today. Yeah, Eric could, claims to hear the difference in brands of batteries. That's all I'm saying. Right. I mean, Eric Johnson, like he claims he can hear the differences because of the temperature, like yeah. that 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 dramatically. Yeah. And I'm it, over here, like he's like got four ice cubes. He's like, no, 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 five is too many. Three is not enough. <laughs> he carries around four. a bunch of whiskey stones to put on his pedals <laughs> at certain it. times of the night. He's he's just like he's like melting. He's like by song three, we're gonna need to change the cubes. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the like, second solo of Cliffs of Dover, you've got right. Yeah, that's when you put the. But blow I have dryer. to say, my my Eric Johnson uh, fuzz face was by far the most amazing sounding fuzz I've ever owned. Was it really? And I, yes, it's phenomenal. I haven't like, tried it. it leg- um, so I don't know if you know. I've heard of Spence Peppard. He's a guitar player. Um, he plays for Jason Crab right now. Okay, and he is. He is absolutely phenomenal. He's been on uh, the effects loop a couple times. He's he's a hilarious person, a beautiful soul, and uh, he like live he like loves the Eric Johnson fuzzface too, huh? But it's so huge. The problem is it's so huge. Yeah, it's literally and a it's face. awkward. Yeah, and it's awkward to hook up your cables because the cables are reversed from what we've become known as standard, um, and that's really so- frustrating. When so yeah. I have the warm audio uh, octave fuzz, and when I mm-hmm. first tried it out in the store, I didn't realize the cables were reversed for the input and output. We just thought it was broken, <laughs> just until finally I realized, oh, let's well, try this. I've learned a few times by doing things like that. I always look like even though you should have some trust built up. Like right. I never trust, I never trust a builder. <laughs> I mean, like never, never trust a builder. These people are crazy. They really they're are. Not, I mean, like, these, like I feel like people who do reverse input output are like chaotic neutral. Like they, <laughs> they're just to mess stuff up for no reason. They're like, do you get pleasure out of that? No, not really. I just, not really. It's just, I, I just, I just feel like we should, change things up the world just needs (laughs) chaos sometimes right yeah yeah it's like obviously these people are messed up in the head they are literally basing their entire career on building you know essentially baseball cards for guitar players um yes that's very true (laughs) so i mean i'm looking you can see behind me there's a whole there's a wall of there, there's four of the same one, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. really glad I'm sitting where uh-huh. I am because you can't even you can't see the, all the pedals on the floor because I've been revamping pedal boards. So yeah, it's it's a complete wreck. I've got you know, I had too many. I've actually sold a couple recently, and I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I accidentally sold a pedal. <laughs> I had a pedal listed on Reverb for like two years, <laughs> and it finally <laughs> sold. No, no, and like no offer or anything. They just paid for it. I was like. Dude, I would have taken like 30 bucks less because I forgot about it. <laughs> it was my pink Pelotar. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, I ended up selling that. Yeah, I oh. had it up. and I, I, th- I put it up as a joke at first, and then I kept dropping the price, and then I just like forgot about it. And, <laughs> and when I it get sells. A notice, yeah, one day I get a message, your pink Pelotar sold. I'm like, 
Oh. <laughs> I forgot it was for sale. Cool. Ha, I need a couple extra bucks. There you go. So, uh, yeah, so Bill has made his announcement. It's driven the price of the KTR through the roof. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone freaked out because Bill made a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Grandpa made a YouTube channel. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why. One of the things that was like, one of the things that made people really freak out and like hype this up, which it, once again was a dud. I think I called that it would be a dud. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone hides up because like Bill made a YouTube. I was like, okay. Yeah. It, well, you know, it's, it's like, now if Mike updates, Mike updates his website, <laughs> I'm yeah. waiting to, I'm waiting to see three horses with like people on fire ride through town. If, if Mike, apocalypse. If Mike ever goes to a WordPress site, we're all screwed. <laughs> You know what? I would be afraid that it would mess up the system. Yeah. Like I right now, it's kind of like the house of cards where everything is in such a fragile state on that website that if they change anything, it's going down. It's going to completely collapse. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they're calling for tech support. And the guy's like, we haven't had tech support since 2003. <laughs> and and they go about? in and they just find out that the hamster that's been running on the wheel just <laughs> finally passed away. <laughs> I, 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 by the way, if anyone thinks we're not bashing Mike at all, no, we're really, we're really just like having fun at, at something that he has. There's no way he's oblivious to it. No, he, he's he he's well aware of the state oh, of yeah. his website. He's he, yeah. absolutely aware. So yeah, I mean, I, he's got he's got a great system. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. That's exactly it. It has worked for him for however long he's been doing this. You know? I mean, the man, the man, you know, he works his butt off, but he gets to play too. Like, I love, I love being friends with him on Facebook because you get to see all the. He has a, a Porsche, right? Yep, he races Porsche uh, 911s. We talked about it on, yeah. on when he was on the podcast, and he's been doing that since Throwback. before he was building pedals. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, he's a he's a super cool guy. Uh, had a lot of fun talking to him. He's super smart. He's just one. He's so incredibly intelligent and. Uh, nice, just one of the nicest people I've met. So, oh, yeah, uh, hopefully, one day we'll have a summer NAM or a NAM in general foreshadowing where I can actually meet him in person. Okay, that let's just segue now. Yeah, let's go. We've already, Speaking right. of NAM, tell them what we're getting this year. <laughs> Not shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, the announcement came literally today, this, this morning or this afternoon. So horrible that. Winter Nam is not happening, but don't fret, Anaheim. Because neither is Summer Nam. Because <laughs> you're getting a Summer Nam. There's uh, which which I'm assuming I didn't actually read the article because I was driving, but there I'm assuming no that means now. there's definitely nothing in Nashville next year. Yes, they made that clear because they're not bringing Winter Nam to Nashville. That's not happening. So that would not, be fantastic because everyone would still be it'd be like in the sixties. Yeah, everyone still be having a great old time. I'd love it personally. I like yeah. Nashville's close to me. It's close to you. We appreciate that. Um, oh yeah, but yeah. So, not, um, I, when, I had been. When are they doing Nam in, in Anaheim? When is it? June. June twenty second. Yeah, it's June in Anaheim. It's gonna be Ugh. hot. It's, it's apparently gonna, Disneyland and Disneyland like season oh god i didn't even think about that end of school like or like i I like it's supposed to be just a cluster f do and you know how expensive flights and hotels are gonna be it's gonna be for anaheim in june <laughs> well i didn't plan on going anyways but i wanted to be clear i'm stating it here now i am 
totally boycotting Nam next year. Are you really? Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. I, just, I, I was like tentatively planning better. to go in January. Of course, yeah. you know. COVID being what it is, but I've also got, I've got a really uh, close friend that lives in Sacramento area. He wanted to go as well. And so it was going to be an excuse to go hang out with him, yeah. go to Nam, whole nine yards. It was a good excuse. Don't get me wrong. Those excuses still exist in June, but it's June. It's right. hot. I already deal with that where I live anyway. Um, but it's going to be twice as expensive because of the season that it's in. So I want to compare having... The fact that they're like, okay, because they didn't do Anaheim this past year. They did Nashville. So I guess it's kind of a compromise to do Anaheim next year, and but move it. Like, I, I don't know what they're, if they're going for compromise or if they're just like, I don't know what they're doing, if they're just pushing it out because of COVID. But this is what I, like, this is like, imagine if your birthday is like December 22nd. <laughs> and like they 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 lump the Christmas celebration and your birthday together. So it's not like you get double the presents. You only get like one extra present because it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting like, you know, a whole bunch of presents for your birthday and a whole bunch of presents for Christmas, they're just like, no, no, this is good enough. So my grandfather and I shared the same birthday. Oh no. So like so like we would have a giant family get together, but everyone was there to see him. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, yeah, here's some presents. And it's not like they were even good presents because they had to get two presents. So my presents were like Dollar Tree. Like, I got Super Guy. <laughs> like, like not, 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 not He-Man or Superman or. No, no, no. It was like, it was like Him-Man. You know, it was like off-brand stuff. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't even like made in China. It was like made in a country that hasn't been on the map for six years now. <laughs> like, I mean. This was, was made horrible. in Siam, not Thailand. Yeah, this That's was- right. <laughs> This was this wasn't even made in the country. This was made in international waters <laughs> by a pirate <laughs> on on just a floating pile of debris that they yeah. call home. Right. Yeah, this is this is the new toy. It's called sticks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> as well as someone who has a December birthday, I can completely yeah. understand. It is it is not a ton of fun. Uh it just is what it is, and good luck getting anyone to come to your birthday because, because the last thing your friends' parents want to do is buy a present in December for a kid that's not theirs. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, because imagine if they like had that talk with you, they're like, "Listen, we can get a present for Timmy, <laughs> or we can get you another present for Christmas." And you, as a kid, you're like, "Fuck Timmy." <laughs> I want another present. Exactly. Like, we're not getting him dick. Like you're <laughs> we're done. Exactly. Like, get out of the store. We're going home. <laughs> so this I, is what Nam is now. This it's, is what it's, Nam it's a consolation prize. This is what Nam. So you know, we've there's been a bunch of conversations about this, and I know they've talked about it over on the um on the uh oh my gosh, brain. The WB? Yeah, on the know. WB. You, you, on UPN, I don't know. Oh my gosh, the Chasing Tone podcast. Like, okay, I, like I had three different podcasts that have the word tone in the name pop into my head. And Tone was, Jerks, Tone Mob, Chasing Tone. Yeah, he was like, and dipped in tone, and there's Tone Talk, oh. and there's <laughs> too many tones, too many tones. Uh, oh, that's all right. That's my next podcast. Too many tones. Too many tones. <laughs> it's literally just augmented fifths played for like six hours. <laughs> Stacked augmented fifths. Just keep yeah. going. Yeah, just like, so I have just, this idea, like this theory, and we were talking about this, and, and we were talking about this in, in 
uh, the 40 Watt Podcast Discord. Uh, Y'all know we have a Discord server. You don't have to be a Patreon supporter to join the Discord. Please come hang out with us and talk uh, guitar gear and other tomfoolery and nonsense with us. Um, But did I ever tell you about my uh, Christian version of Discord? No. One Accord. Oh, my God. Listen, hold on, hold on. We need we need a moment of silence for that one. Okay, moving on. So whatever. There was a Baptist that chuckled. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right, let's go. Sorry. <laughs> um. So there, there's been some pushback on the concept of Nam from some people, and I get it. And some people are like, "Oh, a lot of builders." Yeah, a lot, a of, lot builders. of builders. Um. And I get it to a very, very large degree. And I'm not a builder, so I can only speak, you know, from one angle. And But the most common angle I'm hearing is that in the internet age, builders don't need this advertising, right? I, I feel like, though, part of the conversation that's being lost is that NAM was not about advertising. Like, the whole... YouTubers and podcasters and the the people. This wasn't the reason why. Exactly. This isn't the reason Nam exists. It's what Nam has become. Mm -hmm. The the intent of Nam was to get retailers on in the same space as makers and builders and people who Mm -hmm. are you know putting things out companies that are putting things out in the industry and getting them into those stores. So so like it's it's I mean if you look at the name itself. It's the National Association of Musical Merchants. Those are yeah. the people who are selling the stuff. Like, even though, like, the builders are NAM members, what that does, what that provides is it gets them to the merchants. The actual reason of the association of NAM is to bring the merchants together. Right. And then, then, and then by doing that, they reach out to the builders, and then they get that stuff in front of the merchants. Right, and I think that's part of what we're losing, and and part of this is um, perception is breaking it, but it's also NAM, the organization, is breaking it. They have made it mm-hmm. so prohibitively expensive for yeah. builders to come display at NAM, and it's and- a dying, it's a dying thing with the amount of information you can get. Um, and I think Nam is trying to cash in as much as they can while they can. And I think they see that there was an end and I think they're kind of biding time to revamp their model. So, uh, well, I think that's what's got to happen. Yeah. I hope that that's what they're doing. Cause you know, uh, people are talking about, Oh, we should do if more regional smart, things or um, pedal only shows or guitar maker only shows. And you can actually sell on the floor. And like, I, I get that all that's great. And I think that would be really good on the consumer end, but I think that actually cuts the retailer out even more than they already are because, you know, small guitar stores, local guitar stores, they're dying. They are, a, right. a lot of them are struggling. Even in a year last year where it was the biggest sales in guitar history, they were having trouble getting inventory like everybody. Um, but also, Things like the Sweetwaters and the Guitar Centers, we're going to keep them on the map for now, and the Reverbs and those kinds of things, especially if if you are a music store, and I understand the trepidation, but if you are a, if you are a music retailer that hasn't adopted Reverb as an online storefront or don't have oh, an man. online storefront of some kind, 
Yeah. You're you're gonna die. You're gone. You're missing you're missing out where the cash flow is. Exactly. Um there's I mean there's a lot of places I mean there's a lot of people uh, the Guitar Guru network comes to mind Keith Barris uh he started that um kind of as like an, a very early on reverb shop. I don't know how early on but is there, I mean he was on there before I was on reverb. Yeah. And uh he has a Facebook group that's dedicated towards it. He started it really as a network for guitar players. It was pretty much in a time where gear talk was in a weird place. And he's like, okay, I want a place for mature musicians that aren't in here just like doing stupid stuff. <laughs> and there was a lot of, there was a lot of people in that group that like were kind of bigger names. One of the cool ones was I got to have a conversation with John Connolly from seven dust. He's one of the guitar players. Oh, wow. from seven dust. And that was really neat. We were talking gear and, uh, but he has made, he has he went to full time, you know, channeling gear. I think is like most of his sales are through Reverb, and he doesn't even own a brick and mortar shop. So if you've got a brick and mortar shop, you've got rent, you've yeah. got you staff, know, payroll, you've got all this stuff. You got the electric, you've got all of these expenses. Why wouldn't you hop into a easy thing, especially being a business? You can set up pickup with any of your shipping companies that you already have a relationship with that you're getting product from, like, why wouldn't you do that? That's insane. I couldn't imagine if I met a shop owner that was like, I refuse to do reverb or refuse to do online sales. I'd be like, yeah, I know a couple of shops that have really kept from doing it and it's, it's killing them. And so, but my worry is, and, and the, the other thing is, Small builders, uh, I think, will have an even harder time getting into shops, getting into uh, market space, and it's going to be that much harder to in the because the YouTube market is saturated with demos, and of course, most of that's going to be the big box things, things like yeah. Fender sending out an American Pro Two to every YouTuber basically that had more than a thousand subscribers uh, last no. year. Uh, the the big box guys can dominate that space. Uh, they can literally cover the market, uh, which I learned from the uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones podcast was a term that was originally, you know, when you cover a song, the idea was that there was a song that was becoming popular. So you took your more popular artist, re-recorded that song and released it to cover up the original. Yeah. So, so they'd cover the song. Well, that's what the big right. boys can do with basically any product if there's no space for retailers to interact with that product yeah uh, I, I worry that it's going to the lack of a nam like trade show i'm not saying nam something like right. nam that's maybe affordable and incentivizes companies to come exhibit the lack of right. one will facilitate the death of bri of small brick and mortar stores well i think it'll also help contribute <clears throat> to the death of a lot of small builders I know, I know it seems counter, uh, counter, like counter to the argument, but even though it costs these small builders money to get there, I will say the benefit of where NAM has become is that it allows, uh, quote unquote influencers yeah, or really just people like us who have a platform to reach, you know, so many people every week for us to be able to talk about something. Um, and that helps. I mean, look at electromotive sound. Like you yep. purchased stuff. And I think, I mean, the phaser was, I, I mean, that was, I remember me just saying, no, you've got to play this phaser. Yeah. You're like, and I'm not a phaser guy. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. 
you don't understand. You got to play this one. And you order like, and yeah. and that's a thing that like people have got to understand is these small builders like that. They get, um, they get some exposure and I understand like being musicians, we understand how exposure bucks work. Exactly. <laughs> exposure but, bucks. But I, I, I've I bought a, a lot of dinners with those exposure bucks said no I musician mean, ever. There's been a lot of brands that have blown up from just this, the, a, a video from a lot of the big guys like uh, 60 cycle hum. Yeah. Uh, you've got, uh, I'm trying to think if like, you get a pedal shown on that pedal show, Yes. Yeah, you you're go. done. Like that's it. You're made. Anything like any anything Entertains does. Like if they yes. talk about you on there, uh, Josh Scott. Oh, another yeah. prime example. Josh Scott likes to destroy the market. Like, I mean, I feel like Josh sits up at night and is like, "Who can I f with?" Me? Josh destroyed the market on a set of pedals that you're familiar with without ever doing a video. Just teasing that he might do a video. He talked about the gear supply stuff and. Suddenly, I made those, bank. You did. You I made, made bank. I made bank. I made. I sold the whole set for twelve hundred dollars. I, I net profited like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that's so everything. ridiculous. But yeah, like Josh Scott has that kind of sway. Like, yeah. Uh, right now, like Josh Scott, Rhett Shull, and that pedal show are insane influencer marketers like well a, a big thing is too and this goes to our complete argument for these brick and mortar stores there's a lot of people now who are sitting at home mm-hmm. with money who are working from home with money and they're sitting at home on you can order online and have it brought to your home without you having to leave your home and no one like so i went to guitar center today actually i just mm-hmm. on a whim i had i had lunch with a mutual friend of ours um, we were talking gear, and I'm I'm still debating. We're going to talk about it in a little bit how I'm going to do uh, an amp sim situation, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to Guitar Center, and like, but that doesn't that's not a common thing. The last time I've been in a in a store was probably was when Clifton Worley came to town. Oh yeah, that was early. That was like I can't remember. That was pre Nam, so that's at least yeah. three four months ago. Yeah, it was. I mean, I it's kind of crazy. So yeah, I don't. I don't go. So when I lived in Hattiesburg last year, you know, January of last year, I moved away from Hattiesburg to Starkville, Mississippi. Um, And I don't go to the music store here very often. Like it's nothing against them. Uh, I know Cody, uh, one of the guys that works there, he and I talk a ton about gear, but like at the shop I went to in Hattiesburg, like Mm -hmm. I would sit and just talk and it was a hang. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. a hang here. It's like, that would be the only reason I go in that shop. Now, I ended up buying some things a couple of times. But I'll tell you what, I ended up selling more than some of the people that work there. You know, somebody would come in, we'd yeah. be talking gear, and all of a sudden they ask me a question. I don't even work there. And before I know it, right. I've, I've sold them a, you know, Squire starter pack. Or, you know, like, I sold a guy drums I, once. I, I'm guilty. I'm, I'm guilty of that. I've had... <laughs> I've had people like come in like the best was I had someone come in. I was playing. I can't remember what I was playing. I was just playing a, like a strat through a fender amp or something like that. And the guy was like, Oh, what do you think about that? And I was like, yeah, no. And then we like talked about it and he's like, you make that sound great. He's like, I'm gonna have to get one. And he actually bought one. Like I stayed, stayed <laughs> yeah. there. I was like, Holy crud. One day, like, one day I was in the store and, and this is why Carl, the guy who managed the store at the time, uh, I, I, I'm assuming he still does that store, that entire chain, 
of stores has been bought out by Guitar Center at this point. They're now, they were Mississippi Music. They're now Music and Arts. It's the band instrument division of Guitar Center now. Oh, yeah. Um, so, but I would go in there, like, I remember one day, you know, they have, they have it separated. There's, like, a guy in the percussion section. There's a guy in, the like, the guitar mm-hmm. section. They call it the combo section. And then there's, like, a band instrument person, usually. That's the usual trio hanging out in the store, right? Well, the the guy that normally Jacob would have normally been in the guitar section was in the back. I don't know, looking for something. Anyway, I'm in the combo section just hanging out. Guy comes in, starts asking me questions. I start showing him instruments on the wall. Uh, he picks out an acoustic that he really likes. I start explaining laminate versus you know solid wood and like all sorts of things. And we're on our way to the the checkout counter when Jacob comes back. And I'm like, yeah, Jacob, can you help this guy? Uh, And, like, the guy's like, wait, aren't you? Like, thought thought he was was taking a commission away from me. I'm like, oh, no, I don't work here. And he was, like, just blown away. Yeah, you're like, no, I just like talking about guitars and stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, and I worry that, you know, like, those that kind of thing is going away. Um, it's, I, I don't think it'll go completely away simply because of the fact of there's a lot of guitar players who are like, I won't buy a guitar until I play it first. And oh, then we yeah. have to try to explain them like, no, Sweetwater will let you send it back. Right. But oh, I ain't going to do all that. It's like, no, no, but they'll let, let you. You're like, no, nah, no. Nah. And you're like, just whatever. Like, I'm, I'm done trying to explain this to you. Yeah. But, I, um, I, I love Sweetwater's I've, I've, return I've, policy. I've, I did it with uh, uh, American Musical Supply. Yeah, I I got a guitar. I got a, a Charvel San Dimas, and like I played it one week at church, and I was like, I'm doing way too many dive bombs. I got to send this thing back. <laughs> and legit, that's the conversation I have with myself. I sat myself down. I said, Listen, sir, <laughs> this is not poison. This is a church. <laughs> no more dive bombs. We're sending it back. So yeah, I actually uh, I sent it back, and that's when I got my Gibson uh, Firebird. Oh, I ended up selling, but yeah, no, it's uh, I mean, it's it's. With the problem I do, is, I do love a Firebird. The issue is is with companies like Sweetwater and now Guitar Center Musicians Friend are poorly following suit. With, like doing a like Sweetwater, they call you and you're kind of it's kind of like when your grandma calls and you're just like, no, everything's great, grandma. And they're like, right. anything else? They're like, no, I'm good. I appreciate it, grandma. <laughs> like, all right, call us if you need us. They're like, all right, grandma, I'm getting off the phone now. Get, guitar Center is like your your like creepy uncle. Or it's like your like, your third cousin that's been, you know, you know's been on meth for the last year and a half. You're like, oh yeah. God. You're like, oh great. <laughs> Hello? No. No. You're not coming over. You are not no, no, no. Knock on the door. You're like, son of a No, <laughs> this isn't this isn't Philip. Sorry. Wrong number. Yeah. No, no, he died. You know, <laughs> Philip, 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 no, he no more. <laughs> Listen, okay, so so quick random story. Uh, don't tell the credit bureau someone calling <laughs> for a debt that you died because they'll report that to the credit bureau. <laughs> it gets really confusing for about nine months when you're trying to get a car loan. I, uh, <laughs> that, that actually, I learned that lesson. This that trip. sounds like the voice of experience right there. It 100% is. I can remember the moment that I told them that I was at work at Pizza Hut. I was at the service station. They kept calling. I said, he died. I said, we're trying to make the arrangements right now. Oh, my gosh. Listen, 
And then he apologized. I'm so, so sorry. We'll, we'll let him know. And so <laughs> a few months later, I was trying to get a, a loan for a vehicle. And one of the report, one of the credit companies reported me as deceased. Oh, <laughs> man. Was, okay. So, yeah, don't, listeners. Don't do that. There's there's your wisdom for today. Don't report yourself as dead. Yeah, I don't know if that's fraud or some sort of weird identity theft where I stole my own identity for myself, like some Minority Report stuff with Tom Cruise. (laughs) Yeah, like Like, I feel like sort of Scientology. I feel like most judges though would hear that story and be like, "Nah, justifiable. Understand? (laughs) They wouldn't leave me alone, judge. I was trying to work. Right. Like, uh, I would love to get that judge. Who's the judge from up in like Pennsylvania area? Oh um, yeah, the guy's like he's always super on Facebook. Fair. Oh yeah, he's always on Facebook. Inspector Quinn is his inspector. He's yeah, no, that guy, that's who I'd love to get. Yeah, that's the guy. That is the guy. Um Oh man. Yeah, gonna have to share his stuff. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh Summer Nam is now gonna be Winter Nam, which is gonna it's weird. I, it's just it, Nam. I do you feel like this is gonna be the move to just Nam? Not a winner in summer anymore? I I hope not, because Summer Nam is the only one that is logistically good for me. Yeah. Um, going number one. So I have pretty bad um, social anxiety. Mm-hmm. I can get pretty stressed out in large crowds, and honestly, that's why like everyone this year, everyone's like Summer Nam sucked, and I was like, it was freaking wonderful. <laughs> I was like, it's like, like, this is great. Like, there's a lot less people. This makes me very happy, and everyone's yeah. looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, you guys don't know what anxiety is like. Like, this is this is a trip. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I can't do it. Like, especially like just as crowded as a city, like as Anaheim is. Yeah, I would never. I would never be comfortable. Like, I I would I'd probably just stay in my hotel room the whole time. Like, like Nashville is at least like small enough that because I live in Knoxville, which is the largest. I mean, well, it's not. The, I lived in Tampa at one point, but the, but like on the outside of Tampa. But this is like the biggest like city that I've lived in the city in. Right. And even then, like I don't go out much. But um, I'm looking. Like, I'm looking up Anaheim. real quick. I'm real curious. So if if Nam, the average attendance at Nam, were a city in Mississippi, it would be the second largest city in Mississippi. It that's that's just the Nam. Yeah. Floor. Just the Nam floor would that's be the second means. largest city in the state of Mississippi. Because the largest city in Mississippi is 166,000, and Nam sees 150,000. Yeah, so I come from a town that's 4.8 square miles. <laughs> that's where I was born. So if that if that starts making any sense, we had a graduating class of just somewhere around 100. See, I I came from a graduating class of 25. Yeah, so you you you. Know. I get it. Yeah, and I find that as I'm getting older, how many of them were related? How many of them were related? None. I went to a school where I was related to no one. Um, Okay, I wasn't related to anyone, but my school had families. Oh yeah, oh mine did too. We had the Barthels and the Bartles, same family, spelt the same way, pronounced differently, (laughs) because there was a split at one time, and one side of the family was like, "Fuck you guys, we ain't Barthel no more. We're Bartle." (laughs) I kid you. You know what? Can't make that up. That, you that can't. is legit a history I, in Dade City, Florida. So I, there were families. I, now I understand the question more. None that I were related to, but there oh, yeah. were a ton of like 
there was a whole clan of Meltons and there was a whole yeah. clan of like Robertsons and like, you know there what I mean? There was the Fagans. Yeah, there was the Fagans. My, my mom married into them. Uh, They're an interesting well, bunch. Where I lived before I moved here, that county has a ton of brooms, not like the actual utensil, but the names, the, 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 but there are brooms, B-R-O-O-M, and there were brooms, B-R-O-O-M-E. And same story, there was a split in the family at some point where there was a family feud, and they were like, screw you guys, we're adding an E. We're not part yeah. of your family. <laughs> we're going to fancy it up. It's no longer broom, it's broom May. What's up? <laughs> it was the most confusing crap ever. You want to know confusing? Listen, we had to learn how to spell with a Likuchi. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just city? There's with Lakuchi, there's Krumakuchi, there's Trilakuchi, there's just Lakuchi. Like, I kid you not, there's so much Kuchi up there. <laughs> I, listen, if I'm if I'm lying, I'm dying. This is the God's honest truth. And you, and you wonder how Florida gets its reputation. <laughs> listen, and I mean, y'all can say whatever you want, but that's that's what we had. Like well, it, we I mean, there is it. It is what it is. We, we've heard these. Like I've talked about, Miss. Uh, this gonna is going to be one of your listeners are going to Google this, and they're going to be like, "Holy shit, that guy was not lying." <laughs> right? They're they're doing it right now on their phone, and right. it's like it happens. I'm from so here in Mississippi. Every state has these, so I don't want to pretend that you know Florida or Mississippi is on an island here. Every state has these. Florida's close to being on an island. It's very close. You know, the next, next. <laughs> Georgia one, getting pissed off one more time and, they're, <laughs> and we're, they're out of here. Or, you know, that, that New Madrid fault line really hits hard. And, you know, <laughs> but you just see Bugs Bunny with a saw cutting it off. <laughs> He's like, I, I warned you guys. No, it'll, it'll be Mickey Mouse, it, not Bugs yeah. Bunny in Florida. But it's, you know, we have towns like, um, I, I've, oh, kid, this was not the tangent I thought we'd go on, but, um, we have towns like La- we have a Lafayette County. We have a Lafayette County, not Lafayette, yeah. Lafayette, Lafayette, which okay. I actually think I can explain that one. That's a whole other story. But um, we have like a town called Kashushka. Actually, it's Kosciuszko here in Mississippi, but it should be pronounced Kashushka. It was named <laughs> for a Polish American general. And like okay. we know how his name should be said, but Mississippians say Kosciuszko. And <laughs> it's just. Or we have a Benoit, Mississippi, which should be Benoit. Um, yeah. But then you get further south, you get closer to Louisiana, down towards, you know, Clifton Territory. Um, yeah. There's a Gaucher, and they say that one properly. I, well, I think when you're getting close to Louisiana, you're getting that kind of Cajun. Exactly. You're getting that French that in there. French, yeah, a little French influence. Which I learned recently. I'm, this is, I can't, I'm going to be bringing this up, but... Cajun was just the shortened eventual version of Acadian, which was the original term for those that moved to that region. Huh. Yeah. Uh, once again, listen to Cocaine and Rhinestone. Uh, Tyler Just Main like Appalachians, Appalachians got changed to hillbillies. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I, just kidding. If there's any Appalachian yeah, the, people listening, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that we're on dial up where you're at. They don't have anything up there. Like, you, it's, I mean, there's still, like, no joke, man. <laughs> I work at Burger King, dude, and 
there was a i worked out in oak ridge which if you know the history of oak ridge it's a crazy town it's where the atom bomb was pretty much created yeah i'm like it's credited for that's where it was created and like but there's so much so many appalachian folk around there yeah like once a month they would come down and you knew who they were (laughs) when um What's all this confound? Uh, that's electricity, sir. Listen, like, y'all, I know that some of our listeners think he's kidding, um, but we did a, so I was working with the uh, BSU at the college I went to, and we did a uh, spring break uh, work mission trip, right? And we went, we didn't go to Haiti. We didn't go to Africa. We didn't even go to Honduras or I Mexico. I should be laughing because I know this isn't a joke. Yeah, no. <laughs> We went to East Tennessee and helped put plumbing in a house in the woods. That's what our mission trip was, that these folks lived out in the sticks. They had an outhouse, outhouse still. The, the house was built with the trees the guy cut down on his own land, and we put in indoor plumbing for him. That was... Hey, that was probably still hasn't used it. He likes <laughs> outside the shits. But you can't change people like that. They they you they probably thought you put the devil in the house even though you're on a mission. They're like that's just what that's just what the Democrats want to do. Oh, oh now we got political. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. I apologize. I, I shouldn't have said that. That was my. Bad. No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, I have so a big mouth. now that I have zero clue how we got here, um, someone's <laughs> screaming at the radio. You were talking about. I don't know what you're saying, sir. Summer or Nam. Ma'am. We're talking about Nam. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about the next thing, though. Yeah. So next thing, uh, reason you went into a store. Well, part of why you were in a store. You're trying to figure out an amplest solution. So I've had I've had multiple amplest solutions before. I've had the um, iridium. I've had uh, the Kemper. I've had the Geneva from Westminster Effects, and I haven't found anything that I've. The iridium was fantastic, uh-huh. but I wasn't like it didn't it didn't complete me. Like, it, if that if that makes sense, yeah. Like it, I I was always I felt like I was wanting for more, so I've now decided I I can't decide is the problem because I I'm in a weird spot because I take my I've taken my board apart because I'm adding larger pedals. I've got a Rotosphere Mark II that is going to be on my board. Still so board. jealous of that one. That's one of those and, pedals that. I have wanted one since the early 2000s, and I just I haven't done it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely uh, a fantastic pedal. It just does something. It's it's got a preamp in it that just does something magical to your tone that you I just I can't explain, and I love it. So I'm I have to get a larger board. So I'm I'm like debating what size board I need, and I got to figure yeah. out what I'm going to do for an ample solution. And I've kind of come down to two things. Um, I want either the HX Stomp or the Simplifier DLX from Humboldt Humboldt DSM. Those look really uh, cool. Have you tried one? Actually tried one? I haven't tried one yet. I, I've so I've messed with the Stomp and I I like it. Yeah. I haven't had one in my possession long enough to know if I love it. Um but there's there's so many positives to the Stomp over the Humboldt and I can't my issue has always been Whenever I went, I would be using it for mostly amps, some delay, some reverb, but I've always felt that the uh, Helix stuff was a little bit sterile when it took pedals. 
I got you. In my opinion. That makes sense. Uh, like, and not in like a negative way where it just sounds horrible. Not in a, a point where I'm just like, this is the worst thing ever. There's just always, it's always felt like kind of awkward, like writing with your left hand. Okay. And I, I want to try this. I'm thinking about trying the simpl- simplifier because I've liked all the audio clips that I've heard. Um, I love the simplicity of it. I don't like, I love how I can change stuff on the fly a lot faster than the stomp. I'm sure once I got used to the UI on the stomp, it wouldn't be that hard. But being able to have a knob where I can see where it's pointing at, for some reason, is kind of comforting to me. No, I can though, I can feel that. I can get that. So I I don't know. Um, the in the simplifier the simplifier has a lot of cool things. With I love that it does. It now comes with a channel switch and a reverb. Yeah, which, that's really cool. I forgot I that they had changed that. Yes. Yeah, the, they they so, updated it. The original didn't have that, right? Right. Okay. And and it, I love it. I love the look of it. They went from a white one to a black one, and the black one just looks really sleek. I remember when those came out, and like I once again, I watched an Anderton's video on them, and I thought they sounded really really good, but now there's there's like this glut of amp alternatives now i won't say a glut i guess it's it's not over it's not three knob overdrive territory or anything but right um there are so many options i was going to mention i grabbed this because this is my this is my small board which i've actually changed up a little bit but um actually it's not even fully finished wiring yet but uh that's why i like the hx stomp because i typically just use it for effects but it's there if amp goes down uh, right. I still have the amp. I can I can change to a different patch where I have the amp added to it, and I can go direct. Um, this is the board that has my King of Tone as well, just to pull it full circle. Um, yeah. But that's, that is usually my go-to solution. Um, but again, I haven't tried the simplifier. Um, One thing I like about the simplifier that has it beat over the Iridium is that... That was going to be my next the, question. has the effects loop. Where and you can uh, run the headphones after the effects loop because with the Iridium you had to either run it last if you wanted to hear your entire sound with headphones. Um, but oh. one neg- so a negative thing though is that the IRs are stock and you cannot load anymore. Oh, okay. From what I understand, I could be wrong. But. So, do you have an amp at all right now? Uh yeah, I've got an Excelsior. Okay. Have you so well I guess I guess something like a um like a load box like a torpedo captor X that's I really don't want to if I, I if I start playing out again I really want to make it as simple as possible yeah that's what it. I was thinking you don't want I don't do that I don't route. want an amp yeah because I honestly um I feel like the sound is better without an amp because you're not fighting for stage volume and stuff like that it just makes life a lot easier in my opinion yeah no that makes total sense huh have you tried? Oh, uh, there's one. Sorry, that- my dog is growling at me. I think he wants something, but <laughs> but you're not know. sure. I'm, I'm recording a podcast, sir. He knows. That's why he's bugging you. Yes, he's just scared. He's li- <laughs> pitiful. <laughs> can hear that. Pitiful. Yeah. Go, go. I know you probably need water. Go. This is what he does until <laughs> I tell him to show me, and then he'll show me what he needs. Now he's just getting mad. Okay. Okay. I was looking. I used to use a my my amplest solution for a little while was a radial uh, direct drive. 
Um, okay. Have you seen one of those? Mm-mm. So it's about the size of, I don't know, it's a little smaller than uh, the single size uh, Strymon pedals. Um, okay. It's got a uh, XLR out. Uh, it's also got a, a quarter inch out. And it's got a quarter inch through, so if you were still going to an amp and needed this also oh, okay. for direct, but it's now it's super bare bones. It's super simple. Right. It's got a polarity reverse. It's got a ground lift, and it's got three amp voicings. It's got a combo, which is like a Fender sound. It's got a stack, mm-hmm. which is like a Marshall sound, and then it's got like yes. a JDX four twelve. It's like their own amp model. Um, okay, and the Fender and the Marshall have a bright. Uh, switch as well uh, oh wow and that's it and that it's always on it's never off so it's like right. once you plug in you're in super simple there's no adding irs there's nothing like that but it doesn't have a headphone out so you're not not getting that extra feature i thought it had one i couldn't right. remember I had to look it up but if so the, i was thinking about the walrus uh as well they've got the what is it the ac one or as one or whatever oh yeah called. Um, they they have that at um, they had that at the guitar center I went to today. I didn't mess with it. I probably should have. But yeah, AC I mean, one. That's like four hundred. Yeah, very similar to the the Iridium. Um, but right. with this one, you can actually do different amps in stereo. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's interesting. If you're really into stereo or dual mono, technically, but through different amps. Uh, I, I don't I don't know. It's that one. There's a point where differentiating between dual mono and stereo starts to mess with my brain and I can't right. do it anymore. Um, is it only true? Is it only true stereo? If you go to two of the same amps, I, I mean, no if it, it is it only dual, dual mono, if you go to two of the same amps, but the moment you swap one of those amps out, it's, I don't know. Um, that's an Andrew Hensley question. Yeah. He that's a not that. for me question. Uh, I like that man is a routing genius. <laughs> I like two amps. Like, I know that's what I know. I like playing through two amps. I feed them the same signal. <laughs> that's all right. I know. Right. Um, I you know I don't know. There's so many options out there now. I think it's going to boil down to. Um, I'm doing I, four. I'm going quadraphonic. Oh God. Well, you may as well just go into a full Atmos rig at this point. Then. It, I want know. all the amps. Just every <laughs> amp. Just just it, it, could you imagine like the you you've seen the pictures of one. You've seen the pictures of the Stevie Ray Vaughan rig in the studio, right? Where he's got like, like his his tech built him a special box where he could plug into the center and it feeds like six or seven amps all at once. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine yeah. if instead you had just like encircled those around the room? Yeah, you you need a lot of drugs <laughs> at that point, like to really appreciate what's happening, like 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 Keith Moon level amounts of drugs. <laughs> I, I could see that. Um, that's what I, one of these days I need to get all of the splitters and signals. <laughs> oh, I, th- I, th- I thought you were going to talk about doing all the drugs. No, like, no, Phil, no. Calm no, down. No, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to let that lie. I'm not going to go near that one, but yeah, yeah, one of these yeah, times no. I do want to like, I've got how many guitar amps do I have? I have five guitar amps. One of these days I want to get all the splitters I need and do that. Just set them up in like yeah. the ultimate, like, you know, feed one into a stereo uh, reverb that half of that feeds to another stereo pedal to another until it's like just complete wash. Just run a 16 channel mixer with every channel being a part of that stereo mix out. 
I could totally do that. Oh my gosh, please don't do that. I could, I could, oh, I could bring my you, mixer. You'd in. have to release the stems, like just release <laughs> all the stems as one giant pack. And like, so we could go through and like mute whatever you want. Oh, see, I, oh, this would be insane. I'm going to need a lot more space. I may have to take all these amps up to work and do it like. So that's when Philip put his house out on the market. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, no, honey. It's for the podcast. <laughs> I need another 700 square feet. That's right. No, That's no, no. just one room. We're selling the house. <laughs> Why? The podcast. <laughs> you don't understand. We're doing it for the podcast. I've, I've used that <laughs> excuse like, a lot. So She's like, who's with this weed? You got a mouse in your pocket? She's like, I'm going to keep living here. You can go live somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, if uh, listeners, if you have any suggestions for ampless rig solutions for Diaz, put them down in the comments. Put them, uh, send, you can send them to me at 40 wattpodcast at gmail.com and I'll forward them on. Um, yeah, you'll screenshot them. And send I'll them to sc- you. screenshot them. Um, other than that, I think we're going to wrap it up. We're going to go over to the Patreon section of the podcast for a f- few minutes and uh, be really ridiculous over there. Uh, cause wait, we've got to get more ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Once we're behind the paywall, then the gloves come off. So, oh um, gosh. what about pants or I mean, mine have already been off this whole time. So <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> 40 watt after dark, baby. Yeah. It's like, it's like showtime. You have to flick the channel really quick to see if you can catch a flash. <laughs> so, uh, one of my, one of my, uh, Patreon supporters told me I need to start giving guests an opportunity to sign off at the end of the episode. How do I do that? I, I'm not good the only, at this. The only, only sign off I know is for, for my podcast. <laughs> you should just start letting everyone do their own sign off for their show or whatever. Yeah, your that's podcast. what we'll do. It's like for the effects loop. I'm Diaz. <laughs> and I'm oh Philip. <laughs> and we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Something like that. Or something. my, see, cause my sign off is, you know, We'll see you next week. And in the meantime, uh, be good to yourselves, be kind to each other, and make some noise. Yeah, but he said that. That's I, couldn't, what I, couldn't, I couldn't remember all that. Dude, I, I, I can't even remember my catchphrase. Dude, I don't remember half the time. This episode is brought to you by the supporters of 40 Watt Podcast over on Patreon. Go over to patreon.com slash 40 Watt Podcast, where for as little as $3 per month, you can help support the podcast and get every episode ad-free. For $5 a month, you'll get every episode ad-free, as well as a bonus episode every week. I can't overstate how thankful I am for the support of my patrons, and hope you'll consider joining the team and helping keep this show on the road.